Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Sturch, Gooch, Dina, Antony in the building for another jam-packed episode, first and foremost. Thank you, Mr. McAfee. Thank you very much. Uh, what a moment for us here. We saw it literally, technically live. We started getting tags. Uh, yo, you just got to shout. Yo, 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 hurry up. Go look at this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I looked at it, and lo and behold, there it is. Uh, we really appreciate it. Pat McAfee Show is the show that we tune into day in and day out just to watch because we think he's one of the real ones. He's one of the down-to-earth guys that aren't like... It's basically the reason we chose 11 o'clock. Right, because, because we, we wanted to go right before McAfee. We wanted to go before McAfee. <laughs> For two reasons. One, we don't want to compete against him just yet. I right? mean, we're not competing We're not competing, him. but you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to watch the show. I don't want to be working. It's one of the few concessions I make in my life. Yeah, yeah. So his, his show is great. His entire staff is great. His entire model of what they got going on over there, very, very, very similar. And influential to what we got going on over here as far as like we want a staff we want an anthony we want five more people in the studio right now looking up stuff and have personalities that's all going to happen with time but again thank you to pat mcafee for putting us up um and uh you know just for that one minute and all of a sudden you know our internet and our socials were a buzz and and a lot of people were uh dropping lines and stuff I like that. It's so too, thank god he did that because he he literally saved the day how disappointing would it have been? I got I was in a conversation with Ken last night, and he mm -hmm. was like, you know, did anybody else give, give you guys the credit or the burn? And nobody did. And I was thinking about it at that moment. I'm like, could you imagine if McAfee didn't go the extra mile? Because he really did. He didn't just mention us. He he delivered. He know, did. He, he, he did. drove it home. He did drive he it home. He had the co-sign in the background. The guy's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of his, his hammer-down <laughs> guys. Hammer yeah, dude, that, that show moment. again. Great show. I wa we watch it every day. Like we usually put it up on the big screen. If not, we're watching it on the computer. Uh, but yes, it's uh, it's very very uh, important to us, and it, and it really does inspire us. And it, it just really led spiraled into a good day. We want to thank Amber for being here. Captured a live moment that was literally like organic feel like that was that moment where i was like oh my god like that was exactly what he needed remember the one time pat mcafee mentioned didn't mention me by name but put my tweet on the air it was a sinking feeling now i was right? also i was also saying like we need to be on the pat mcafee show yeah we need to reach out we we did kind of loosely reach out yesterday but i think today after the show we need to we need to get on that somebody actually sent me and i don't know how accurate it is somebody sent me the address to that studio so i want to send pat a bunch of stuff and a thank you letter for putting us out, I, he might not think anything of it. Well, you look, know, he might have just said it real quick and said, "Like, look, I'll never I, say the way I'm looking again. at it, the way I'm looking at it is, is that we because of the the fact that you did kind of break Washington football team news a couple of years ago. I did, and they put your tweet up. They and did. It's like that's an in right there to say, "Hey, look, you know, there was one time in the past with Washington that you guys gave us." you in this case a little bit burn and then this case so now it's like we there's a little bit of a connection we're fans of the show aj hawk i've met him a bunch of times i could bring up some things that he might actually remember being outside the lambo facilities i think it would be a good content driven thing i really do and they're always looking for interviews and content they have a three-hour show to fill that's true and there's like a thing on the wall as you walk into the studio and it's like you miss a thousand percent of the shots you don't take or whatever. So we gotta we gotta put gotta a take a shot. Why not? So good morning to those watching right now. I think Ashley was first as always. And then of course you got uh Mike Mercado, my brother came in here, he's around here somewhere, scoops in the house, Mark, Vinny, uh Judy, uh the legend is here. Um Gio and got schooled. I love her comment. Gio got schooled because he it's, did it's he so did funny. Dig, dig at Boomer a little bit. It's so funny. Like, yes, I, I didn't want to bring that up because I don't know if it's like, I don't know. It's kind of pertinent to the situation. Right before that Boomer, uh, right before McAfee mentioned Chop Sports, he mentioned that Boomer was wrong. And Boomer Esiason is a part of the Boomer and Geo show in the morning. And Geo was the one that called and made fun of us because I called us a forum. And he, you know, kind of downplayed it, hung up the phone and made fun of me after that. You know, who's who's laughing now? You know, like, I think, honestly, honest to God, I know New York media is top. It's the mecca. The morning show in the uh, in New York is probably streamed throughout the country, right? Like, that's just one of those yeah. popular shows. But I root for guys like Pat McAfee's show, where we see the, the watch count when we're watching. I'm like, dude, there's 35,000. There's 50,000. There's 75,000 people watching the show well, right even, now. That goes without even saying the Sirius XM listeners. Right. So there's dude, a lot yeah. of reach for the yeah, show. So 
Good moment for us. Good moment for us. We're happy about it. And then on top of that, Amber's got some connects. And all of a sudden, ha ha Clinton Dick's putting us over saying, yo, these guys thought ahead. They do their thing. Go, go chop sports. All of a sudden, he puts that on his story to his plethora of followers. And he retweeted us on Twitter. So we had a nice little day yesterday on social media. So with that, to celebrate that, you can also go to patreon.com <laughs> backslash chop sports and become a Patreon member. Because you know what? Sooner or later, we'll have exclusive content to just put out to those members um so definitely join up right there and if you're watching this video right now please do us a favor like the video and subscribe to the channel we did pick up a couple subs last night we talked to steve our website guy he said by the way had a little bit of an uptick on the website traffic yesterday so a lot of cool shit you know look is it going to make us overnight millionaires no it's not but it's it's also very see rewarding rube, what's up rube coming into the comments talking shit about the dual yankee hats let's yeah. do it we got the spider-man meme uh, uh, i go uh, this uh, way uh, 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 uh. Yeah. yeah, well, we decided hands. both of us to wear Yankee hats, uh, navy blue hoodies, and black pants. That was totally by mistake. I don't talk to Gucci until I see him when I walk into the building. So, you know, sometimes if there's something crazy going on, we'll, we'll talk before. But normally, you know, whatever. But uh, we got a lot of baseball to talk about. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but, yes, patreon.com backslash chop sports to support us. Actually, help out our intern right now. If you're on LinkedIn for whatever reason. Follow Chop Sports Media on LinkedIn because Anthony is going crazy on that thing. And I'm based off it. I'm basing his grade. Not that I'm like a teacher, but like he's going to have a review. He told me uh, in a couple weeks from his university and they're going to talk to me on how he's doing. I'm like, well, he didn't do anything for our following count. So he's Yo, not Ant, doing any good. <laughs> little, be, little piece of advice. Give them my number. I'll give you the review. I dude, I'm going to give no, him a glowing around, review. Are you kidding me? He's so of good. Of course. Of course. Um, in any event. So, yeah, I'm that's how to support Chop Sports. What was that? I said, I'm sad we don't get to keep him. We might. We might. I think that we're going to. There's gonna, opportunities we, for him to grow here. We've been in conversation with, with giving Anthony that extendo. The yeah, full we're going to give him an extension. You know what? Shorts have said within the building and the organization that <laughs> Anthony, there is an extension being worked a, a vital, on. A vital piece of our growth over the past couple of weeks. So we unless, definitely want to thank Anthony. Unless. I mean, Anthony's great and he's doing wonderful things here and he's been here for a couple of weeks. But like. You know, once upon a time, the sauce came in, swooped somebody right out of uh, from no, under us. That was that was the. I think the timing was right <laughs> the on. The timing that. was absolutely oh, right on that one. And there was no college credits that were being. There was no college credit. There was just a lot of food. Yeah, we were just chicken <laughs> Caesar wraps. And, and, chicken uh, Caesar wraps. Some pizza fries. Well, that's more your thing. Matt Ibanez coming in. He is the host of the Mets podcast. So, and he says you're crushing it on LinkedIn. He's bringing it up right now because he probably saw the post. Right, you got it up <laughs> already he just today. Post the Mets show. He post yeah, the yeah, Mets thing today where they have Glendon. Glendon Rush on the show, right? I censored myself. You like that? Uh, but, yeah, so they got Glendon Rush, former Mets pitcher, on their show today. Two weeks ago, they got Turk Wendell. So somebody's pulling some strings over there. And I shout out to you guys for busting your ass over at Till Mets Do Us Part. The downloads are up. You guys are killing it. Love it. Love it. Love to see it. You want to see more of the podcast network? Be sure to go check out the LinkedIn because Anthony is all over that. Go check out the website, chopsportsmedia.com, for the entire lineup. Um, yeah, so that's all the plugs I got. But... <laughs> Uh, going into some of the stuff that we obviously talked about, Brian Flores yesterday. He goes on Get Up on I know ESPN. What you're forgetting? What about this what? Super Bowl? Ah, pool, shit! Bro. I knew. It. See, Come you got I can't steamroll this whole thing, baby. Hey, I got, we we know, had talks about that. I'm here for you. Okay, bro. here we go. So, pull up Super Bowl pool. This is what we got going on here, starting today. In case there, you guys have never seen what a in Super case Bowl you've box never seen looks Super Bowl like, pool. this is. I just wanted to show my uh, my Your, handy graphics artistic skills. Here is the Super Bowl pool. It will be fifty dollars a box. I know. Sounds steep. Well, guess what? What? Tough shit. It's $50 a box, and for whatever reason, it doesn't sell. We'll break the boxes down, but I think it's going to go. It's going to um, sell, bro. So, look, what are boxes you talking about? numbered 1 through 100. It's 1 across for 10, and then under the 1 is 11. So, if you're a crazy person that needs to be in a certain spot, uh, within if it's not a number thing, if it's a spot thing, that's how you're going to do it. You're going to PayPal, chop-sports, 50 bucks to get in, or as many boxes as you want to buy. I will Danny say Danny says he's in. I will uh -oh, say Scoop just took number, number 13. That's number gonna 12 is Gone. Box number twelve is gone. All right, we'll I'm taking off the rip. You, yeah, you can take. Uh, well, you can take. Well, you know what? Let's not claim any boxes here. No, I'm claiming not you. Way. I'm talking about them. Fuck you. Talking about them. Also, dude. we're gonna do a, a another thing that we did last year, which I think was also very vital to the growth of Chop Sports at the time. And the I think Facebook we're in another along. we're in another position right now where we could use a little bit of growth and an influx of followers and subscribers. So we're gonna do a giveaway thing where it's a free entry. 
into a Chop Sports Super Bowl box pool where you only have to do a couple things like subscribe and share something. Yeah, and yeah, then you'll yeah. get in with some nice pre- uh, cash prizes there as well. Yes. Um, so, yes. So, Super Bowl pool is going to be available. It'll be on this, uh, the Facebook group. I know, Danny, you don't have Facebook. So, therefore... I might give my brother 13 because Scoop has plenty of other options. <laughs> so we'll, we'll decide about that because that's also my brother's number. So you got to be careful with that one, Scoop. And he said he'll fight. He's got one leg. So you might be up. Uh, might be up. <laughs> you might be up on that fight. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. So the info is uh, going to be up on the Chop Sports Facebook group. So thank you guys in advance for joining the Super Bowl pool. They'll, like, like Gooch just alluded to, there'll be two of them. One for cash prizes, one for more than less merchandise or maybe an Amazon gift card, something. We'll figure it out, but there'll be rules to join that. All right, now we'll get back into the, the world of sports, and um, it starts with yesterday. We talked about Brian Flores, the lawsuit, the class action lawsuit. Well, guess what? Clapping back is Mr. Stephen Ross. This um, old, this bag old of rickety man. Scummy bones. Yeah, right he's here. just, you could just tell right off the just base. I know, don't judge a book by its cover, Dave, but this guy looks like an asshole. Well, I mean, there's a there's <laughs> track record of this guy. I'm not sure he's a, a great person. What so, do you say? anyway, what do you say in his statement, guys? So, here's, here's brief parts of his statement. Um, he called this accusation uh, from Brian Flores false, malicious, and uh, defamatory. 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 Yeah. I had it right. De- defamation, basically. Um, he calls it, he, he's calling out his personal intre- integrity. He says, I'm a man of honor, integrity, and I can't stand, uh, stand here and not say anything based off of this. Now, my question is this. Ken, for the love of God, stop asking for numbers over this thing. We will get you done uh, right after this. Um, but that's a good indication that these boxes are going to sell. Yeah, so he's going to buy friggin' $200 worth of boxes. My man. Um so my, my question is this, Gooch. Now, it's one thing for this guy to come out and say that, you know, none of it's true, right? Now, the biggest allegation towards Stephen Ross is the $100,000, basically, reward for tanking, right? Yeah. It's now Flores' word against Ross's word. How do you prove this? How, do, how does any of this get proved? Well, Flores said that he had conversations with the team about it. So, uh, so he just needs witnesses? I would say that there should be some team members that, that were playing on that team, specifically some vets that aren't around after the that 2019 season where they will back what Flores is saying. Not that that wouldn't be anything more than hearsay because I'm not sure that those teammates were or team members were present and privy to those conversations that mm-hmm. were allegedly happening. But, I mean, looking back at it, looking that's, back not a, that's, at that's not a, um, an, an ode to a boogie. Looking back at it, mm-hmm. that's you definitely don't know what I was I don't talking know about there. But anyway, <laughs> Even uh, Anthony, Anthony does. Anthony knows what I was talking about. I'm not an OG like I but thought. But looking I back was. at the 2019 season and the way the Dolphins were handling things at the front office, I definitely look. It looks to me like they were in full on tank mode. All right, I said they were that, trading guys. Yeah, off. that was that was basically the joke. You know, you go back to Instagram and, and the the social media world back then. The Dolphins were were memed up every day about tanking and this and that. And who was it? It was actually Tank for Tua. I'm pretty sure, right? It was. It worked. <laughs> it, it worked. By the way, like newsflash. It worked. Boy? You got your boy. Yeah. So it wasn't Brian Flores' boy, apparently, though, because no, no, he as wants things turned out. Well, look, there's a lot of hearsay. There's a lot of finger pointing when, when it comes to this. Um, I'm surprised that that Ross came out publicly and said anything when there's uh, litigate when there's litigation pending. You, you have, have to. to. You have to. But at the same time, or at least get a lawyer to do it. Something. Well, I mean, there's some cases to be made about Brian Flores' selection of uh, legal team too. I'm not <laughs> so sure. Two white guys. It was two I white was guys. Like, a. So you're like you're you're sitting here, and I know that this is more. Like that was another meme. Tongue in cheek. It's like, bro, you're you're a black head coach fighting for rights of black head coaches getting hired, and then you hire two white lawyers. It. I mean, like if <sighs> I don't know. It doesn't uh, make sense. There, it is a little bit uh, counter. Um, let's see. Uh, if the Kyle coming in, if the Dolphins didn't fire Flores, he'd still be there coaching, ignoring all of these allegations. Dude, just angry snitching right now. Yeah, but like I said yesterday, it doesn't seem like this wasn't thought out. This isn't a thing that they just piece to get. Maybe they can. I mean, I'm sure. I make graphics in like 11 minutes before the show. I'm sure the <laughs> law- lawyers could draft together a case. There's actually it's a 60 page. Um, yeah, so they're sixty you know, pages. I wonder if they got how many Anthony's do you got? They got over there at that law firm working on that sixty-page uh, <laughs> one for each oh, page, the, the sixty-page lawsuit. Page. So yeah, I, I don't. I'm surprised he came out and said something. Is what my initial statement was. Uh, 
because of pending litigation. Obviously, you know he's going to defend himself. The NFL basically came out and said it on his behalf that all of the claims were unmerit or without, without merit. merit. Look, this guy, just looking at him, he looks like he's a rich guy that takes advantage of people. <laughs> <laughs> and offering 100 k to him is like wiping his ass with, with money because it's nothing to him. Just Obviously, think about he's it. A billionaire. If you lost 10 games, you made a million dollars in that season alone on top of your contract. So... Bro, did you see there was a couple memes that yes. I saw? And I know that I was trying to deliver this. You're trying to explain to, to it to explain me. Explain the yeah. joke to you yesterday. <laughs> it so going, it was like shoo, shoo, shoo. So it was like um, yo, the coach offers you hundred K to lose per game. And then it was like me, dot dot. Um, and then it was like Daniel uh the Giants running a, a quarterback sneak up the middle, me every play, right? <laughs> That's what you'd be doing. And then it was one where it was like uh, Brian Flores getting a hundred thousand to lose, and then Hugh Jackson getting fifty thousand to lose. Who also is now saying that right. that was a thing. He's co-signing. Let's talk about Des Bryant too in a little bit. Oh, all right, go ahead. Um, or let's not. No, let's no, not. okay. No no, 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 no. I take it back, guys. No, 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 it's we're fine. not going to talk about Des Bryant. Do it. No, we're no. not going to talk about Des Bryant. But we're, what were we talking about? We were talking about you were talking about the meme uh, with. Oh yes, right. yes, yes. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, see, uh, Adam Gates then was like, damn, you guys were getting paid It's the lose? kid from More the Millers. I really <laughs> chopped up that joke. It took me like 30 minutes to, to get out one thing. But anyway, oh, funny man. nonetheless, Adam Gates hasn't gotten a cent to lose, apparently. No, not one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, again, this is going to go on and on and on, and there's going to be more allegations, and there's going to be more things to, to talk about and break down in this situation. But right now, as it stands, there's a denial, and then there's an accusation. So, I guess right there is there. Um, and that's that's it. Well, we're going to get into coaching in a second, but I want to bring up Scoop's thing. Scoop just uh, can we talk about how Doug Peterson may be the new Jags head coach? And I don't think I'll watch football anymore. What are you talking about, bro? He came up with the Philly Philly bro, or a Philly you, special. If you, if you were able to get through Urban Meyer era, all, <laughs> era. all 11 games, I think you could <laughs> handle Doug Peterson. Can you believe that? But honestly, the, the guy for the Jags, if I'm the Jags owner, which he's Really Tony Khan? That, no, that's, that's AEW's He's owner, not that sorry. great at his at his job. I guess it's not really your job. The Khan family. I don't think he knows what he's doing. But I would just hire Bisaccia, Rich Bisaccia, because he Balsakia? brought a team. Yeah. He brought a team like the Raiders from did you see, bad situations. Did I think you he's see a perfect that, guy that to bring cornerback? them Cornerback, I forget who it was, but he wrote this long, drawn-out yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. post. That's, Great stuff, dude. Basically, the, tear jerking the, stuff. Basically, outside of the fact that he won games, he he brought a team that was slightly less talented than the rest of the postseason teams. I would I would say, yeah, that's, to the that's to fair. the playoffs in a situation dealing with what he dealt with, and then he's got the players that are coming out and saying things like that. That's the biggest cosign you could give, yeah, to a potential head coaching future for a guy like that. I oh, think one hundred percent. The Jaguars are a perfect fit for Balsakia. I think so too. Uh, but the coaching that we want to get into is what happened last night. The word came out that Jim Harbaugh is heading back to Michigan. So I got a lot of things uh, to say about this because all Rutgers fans could take a breath of fresh air because Shiano is safe for one more season. <laughs> well, that too. But look, there was a uh, there was a lot of people that came out uh, close to the situation that said that there was reports that Michigan fans and and company people and just coaching staff were elated to hear about the Michigan decision to stay stay in school, kids. You know, so he's staying in Michigan. My question is this. Did he did he did he deny the Vikings or did the Vikings say you know what this ain't gonna work? Well, there's a couple. That's where there's I'm a at. couple scenarios here. Um, there's the A that he was dead ass serious about leaving, and the Vikings were planning on hiring the guy that they're going to hire. I think is it Kevin O'Connell? Yeah, from the right, Rams. From the Rams, the offensive coordinator, which I did call out a couple weeks. You did back. you did? You know um, shameless plug for my. Football acumen right there. <laughs> but, yeah, I think what – there's look, it's funny. I'm going to make a joke about this. I'm going to see if I can deliver this a little better than my last one. So if the Vikings did, in fact, have their guy already and they just brought in Jim Harbaugh as a sham interview, does he have a case to make a lawsuit against the Vikings for oh, bringing him out? Jesus, no. or <laughs> Or let's say – Let's say... Um, well, just so you know, Brian Merlow coming in saying allegedly the Vikings didn't even give him an offer. So there was yeah, no offer on the and, table. And he came out and said, look, I'm very confident that I'm going to be the, the head coach. But you know who probably did up the offer or give him a big raise? Michigan. Wolverines, so of course. Is it, is it a money grab the entire time? Was he ever going to leave? I can't imagine it being a money grab for a guy that's getting paid rather well, right? 
and the timing of it, where it was basically one of the biggest days in the country or in, of the year for they have the number eight day. Uh, number eight recruiting class in the country right so, now. So Jim Harbaugh flying to Minnesota on one of the bigger days for recruits to be signing is not a good look for a Michigan. Cringe, yeah. I think the writing is on the wall that he's on his way out. If the Minnesota Vikings did offer him a job, he would be in Minnesota right now. I think his aspirations are to be back on an NFL team. He's been telling recruits that. I don't think that's going to change uh, over the course of the next year. I don't care how much money is involved because it's not like him leaving money on the table at Michigan is going to be him unemployed. He's going to go get NFL money or TV money or something like that. So Jim Harbaugh is do you think? Do you think maybe right the, the job itself wasn't appealing to him to leave No, Michigan. that's a very, very appealing job out is in Minnesota. It? Absolutely. You, you think got so? Kirk Cousins the, is your quarterback. Outside of the Kirk, Kirk Cousins situation, there is – look – Kirk Cousins is their quarterback, so they have an NFL quarterback, right? Mm. Now, as your head, co- as a head coach, you have to think that, well, I will go in and do a lot better than anyone else has because Harbaugh is confident in his system. Um, I don't know that Kirk Cousins and, and Jim Harbaugh will work out long term, but Jim Harbaugh and Kirk Cousins is worth kicking the tires on first. Second, they have Dalvin Cook. Right, Jim Harbaugh likes to run the football. He does. They have Alexander Madison, so their run game is there. They have Justin Jefferson, who we all talk about as maybe one and one, one and one a with him and Jamar Chase as the best young wideouts in football. Uh, that's a very appealing job to go up, to go in there and like compete against teams like the Packers, the Bears. It's a, it's definitely but a guy appealing. like Jim Harbaugh who wants a spotlight <coughs> is what I'm saying. Excuse that's me. the appeal I'm talking about. Minnesota doesn't have that. Sex appeal, you know what I'm saying? Like, is Harbaugh going back because he figures, you know what, in a year, the Dallas Cowboy job's going to be available, and I'll be the center of attention again. I don't Because, look, I think it was Vinny, yeah, Vinny said it before, said that, uh, you know, once he already kind of alluded to wanting to leave, that's going to happen again, you know? Like, it's not, if he goes out there and coaches Michigan this year and doesn't even make the college football playoff, well, What's when that you say doesn't him? even, I mean, that's a tall order. It's, he's probably not going to. I'm saying back-to-back. Back, I mean, you would think that Michigan's in the conversation now with a program that can do it time and time again. And with the eighth-ranked recruiting class, they're going to get better, you would think. You well, know, I don't know how many guys are losing you know, to the NFL draft or whatever, but like they are losing their best pass rusher. But um, Kirk look, Cousins is the best quarterback available uh of all the of quarterbacks all the three, available head, coaching, head coaching openings yeah um, i would agree with that because especially now what do we got just the jags um the vikings and the saints the saints saints will have a quarterback have a the quarterback. texans have davis mills and or deshaun watson we still don't know what the hell is going to happen with that that's been brushed under and brushed away right now can you imagine like that's the thing the nfl is going to be juicy in this offseason you're going to find out more about the flores shit you're going to find out more about the watson stuff you're going to all this stuff and then of course you know you're going to have rogers watch even though it's not much of a watch but you're going to have all these storylines going in and they're already starting to plant the seeds so it's going to be an exciting offseason maybe a little stressful for some um You'd rather work with Cousins than Lawrence. Okay, buddy. No, See? of course not. There, there's that's, But the thing about Jacksonville is that job is far less appealing, even with Trevor Lawrence. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to go coach in Jacksonville just now, based on the way they've done things. Now, if you're in a win-now mode, do you ride with Cousins? Jim Harbaugh is not the coach for Jacksonville. He's, he's got to go to a team right. that has some ready-made talent, and they're ready to go in there and compete. And he could see see if he could put them over the hump, but he's not going to go there and fix something. I'm right just now. curious to know if if the Vikings are are settling at this point. Like, did they not did they not woo him enough? I don't know. Like, this no, is a, well, the reports are that they didn't offer him anything that well, they didn't want him, which means to me that, that that's, they, to me that's I don't know. I feel like there had to be some kind of you're telling me there's an interview with no numbers discussed. Like, there had to be something. There had to be something. You can't you can't sit there and have this long, deep, drawn out conversation and not say. And by the way. Your salary will also be this. You know what I mean? Like, we're willing to pay you this. So it's not really an official offer, but you can't be like, look, Minnesota's got a, like a, a great facility, a great team, a great leadership, great this. You'll love it here, right? It's all about money, man. You know what I mean? There had to have been some kind of monetization going on or a little monetary number discussed is what I'm saying. So now I'm thinking... Are the Vikings settling for Kevin O'Connell? No, I, think, I don't know. I think the Vikings have had their eyes on this guy for a while. You didn't hear much talk about many coaches connected to the Vikings until you. I, the only thing that I did see was a little bit of Jim Caldwell early on, and then I saw both Rams coordinators. I saw um, Raheem Morris and Kevin O'Connell, and then the only other guy that I saw mentioned was Harbaugh. I definitely didn't see uh, th- two 
personal people of color in that in that list. So I'm curious to know if they <laughs> if they fulfilled their. I don't views. know Stevie Mac. Uh, Stevie Mac coming in saying Aaron Rodgers just bought land in Nashville. Is open to joining the Titans. Yeah, so he's like preemptively <laughs> buying land in a place. Come on, this is he's got money. Fun. He can buy land everywhere. Hey, I'll tell you this: his his fiance lives in Boulder, Colorado. So that's more of a indicative Uh-oh. as to him might going be going somewhere than anything it's not don't i guess don't, hawaii mike is uh, is jumping in with a, a couple more details here harbaugh went in and explained how he enjoyed michigan but knew it was prudent to see what the market offered mutual agreement that wasn't the best fit for both that's what he's reading harbaugh took the interview because he worked with the new gm when they were in san francisco together so there is a link yeah there's your so link. i was just going to speculate on that i'm sure there's i want to know who's the guy in charge in minnesota giving out interviews and if it is in fact a money grab which it now that I'm, you know, kind of dissecting this whole thing, it does look like more of a money grab. And it was like, hey, you're the new GM in Minnesota. Why don't you release a statement saying that I'm coming there for an interview so Michigan ponies up a little more cash? Kyle, and coming in real quick. Uh, I feel like coaches that I've had previous NFL tenures don't find success at the second location. Don't have the numbers to back that up, but who has done good in the last 20 years? In that last 20 years and had success. So second location. Well, obviously, well, Bill you know. Bill Belichick was terrible with Cleveland and then did really well. Um, I mean, that's that's the one example that, I, that jumps off the charts. There's been a couple legendary coaches that have done okay. Uh, Parcells, after he won the Super Bowl with the Giants, he went to the Patriots, took them to a Super Bowl. Now, lost define, to your define success. It's like Andy Reid was with... Philadelphia, Philadelphia went second to Ford, stop was Kansas, went to City. Kansas City. So there is a couple Mike McCarthy, cases, but stay, you know, with the with the Packers now, he's going to do wonders with the Dallas Cowboys. See, I can't even say that without even laughing or giggling because it's just it's terrible. Um, so Andy Reid is definitely the most recent case that I could think of off the top of my head. Bruce Arians is another one, but how much success did he actually have in Arizona? To was begin he the, with? was he the head coach when they went to the Super Bowl? Who? Arians? Yeah, no, he was the offensive coordinator. I think even for, maybe even for Pittsburgh at that point. What? Yeah. I, who who coached Kurt Warner in in Arizona? Was it Hunt? I, I don't want to say. I, I don't, don't remember that. I don't know if it was Arians just yet. But I can tell you who the co- the coach of the Steelers was because <laughs> he's been there forever. So it doesn't matter. It's Tomlin. Um, all right. Anyway, I'd stay in coaching college until juicy offer comes from the NFL owner. And that's coming from uh, Mike. Who, by the way, I got your message, bro. I'll be calling you right after the show. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, look, the money is always going to be more lucrative. I don't know. Where do you think the more money is lucrative? The NFL or the or the college? It college depends, like gives it, you the it keys depends, to the city. It depends on the job. College coaching, you become more involved with certain things in terms of like um, college coaching is very, very different. The NFL, these guys are millionaires, so you're having to coach men that are it's their job to come there. College football, you just have more control over literally everything. Like you're basically setting curfews. It's different. Money wise, I guess in certain schools you're getting paid more. But when you once you're at that ten million a year range, Mike Martz, it can. doesn't matter where you're going. You're gonna Mike Martz never had success in the first. No, time. he was asking the white. The, he was. I was answering a quick oh. question real quick. And Wizen Hunt is confirmed from two source. Two sources. <laughs> it's Kyle and it's it's uh, Stimmy OG in the house. Uh, they're saying it was Wizen Hunt was the coach uh, when the. Uh, it just sounded like I was from Minnesota right there. He was the coach. But yeah, I think the NFL <laughs> or the or college. It depends. Like big conferences, the SEC is paying these coaches hefty, and some bad NFL teams aren't paying their coaches all that much. Like Dan Campbell isn't getting paid what uh, the Nick Saban's getting. True. So it really just depends, depends on the where scale, where you're at, the, the, the budget for the school, how much your earn your teams are earning for the school. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Scoop came in before said Coughlin did great for the Jaguars and then awesome for the Giants. That's that's true too. He was the first coach and then he yeah, went out so, and won a Super so Bowl. So bad take sauce. So <laughs> I mean, not take. a bad take, but he's just. There's probably a nice two handfuls of legendary coaches that have done better things, but maybe in the grand scheme of things for all the coaches that have had two stops, maybe the percentages are still in his favor. We don't know. I'm just saying just overall. No, I don't, I don't want to like dismiss his take. I think, you know, he, his, the, the most horrible oh, take so, he has so to back up is the second contract for the quarterbacks thing. I hate it. I know it's true, but I still hate it. I, I don't like arguing with this and I'm not about to open up that can of worms right now because I don't feel like I it. I mean, what um, the Pat Mahomes eliminate? It's it rings true. I know again. it rings true. Although Stafford, he's on like his third contract, but it's not. I'm sure there's restructures and there's an extension mm. that is team friendly in there. So <laughs> he did say he didn't have the numbers to back it up. So he's coming out saying, "Here's my take," but I don't know if it's true at all. Uh, all right, so that is the coaching. 
uh, stuff today because we had oh, Wade Phillips been mediocre everywhere he goes. Very true, Vinny. He was mediocre for the Cowboys. Had himself a a twelve and four. Uh, one seed Cowboys led team when we lost to the Giants. I'll take him tomorrow Suck as my D coordinator, it. though. Fucking Wade Phillips, the Michelin man. Great Screw defensive him. coordinator. Wade Great Phillip, defensive coordinator. Wade Phillips right. is, is well respected in the league, and it's crazy to me that some of these guys, because they have failed stops as head coaches, they lose the the respect in the public eyes. But Wade Phillips, any of Wade Phillips' Josh players love playing defense for Wade Phillips. Josh McDaniels left New England, had a terrible run, if you wouldn't even want to call it that, with Denver. Goes back to New England to like sit there and play puppy to Bill Belichick, and now he's back coaching with the Raiders. So I'm, I'm interested to see what But yes, Kyle, as, as far as you're talking about the Stafford thing, I, I was under the impression that he did restructure as well. So yes, that doesn't necessarily... It, it's it's the same as like a Peyton or a Brady winning at the back end, or even Eli for that matter. Ken Palman dropping the worst coach of all time, Richie Kotite. <laughs> so he was literally, you couldn't, oh my God, you can give him the all-star team. Speaking of that, Pro Bowls this weekend, anybody care? <laughs> I'm curious. It would be Maybe so take, much better if there was over. a skills competition, like the quarterback challenge. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. The Pro Bowl? No, I'll forget see, that it's even on. that that stuff is it's fun. They should be doing that anyway, but they should have seven on seven, and the Pro flag. Bowl, yeah, run <laughs> flag football. Let's just do what they're doing anyway because it is a seven on seven drill. The linemen aren't aren't doing shit. The, they're not allowed to blitz, so they should be doing seven on seven, and they should be able to let these athletic big guys that typically have to just be stuck in the middle. They should take all their helmets off, play in a flag football setting, but let the guards run out for passes and and like. Let them have fun and so play you want, some football. So you want, like, just new rules set? Yeah, just like, enough is enough. It's a violent sport. We don't need to see any more Drew Brees situations. Zach Prescott was elected as an alternate and has chosen not to go because he's still banged up and hurt, so good for him. Um, over under 132 and a half. <laughs> right? Let's go. Hey, the final score here, 65-62 NFC. No, it's not so like that's Jimmy. the under. Uh, yeah, hit the under. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, that's that, the coaching. But I got to get to this because, again, it's the name of the damn episode because that's, that's the more prominent thing happening right now. MLB lockout, little bit of an update here because we are getting towards the the very, very, very dangerous area when it comes to not being able to start baseball on time, and that's that's awful. For two guys wearing Yankees hats, we just promoted the Mets podcast. We could talk all the shit we want and all about the players. There might not be a start of a season on time because of what's happening. Gooch, what, have, what do you know? All right, so... They haven't met since the last time we've updated on the lockout, but I'm pretty sure that there's some meetings scheduled this week. We're in the final hour now because spring training is basically, pitchers and catchers, I should say, are typically like eight, nine days out if things were going as normal. Mm. But we were talking a, a couple weeks back about this, and I can't even believe that I didn't bring up this fact. Whereas, say they started baseball tomorrow. Say they got everything agreed, which is obviously impossible at this point because there is some sticking points, which I'm not going to get is into. Is this the thing you were talking about yesterday? What? Well, you're I'm yes, cutting I'm you about off because this about is really say. good. But there is there is a lot of things that like they have to cut through right now where they haven't even brought to the table yet because it's like their firm sticking point that they won't even negotiate on. And those are typically the things that you know have these owners and players walking away from things. Right now, they can't afford to walk away because, like I said, we're about nine days away. Now, if they fixed everything right now and and they announced that tomorrow, you know, we could proceed with business as usual. If you really think about things like where are a lot of these free agents going to report to, there's a lot of major players, star players that aren't even on a team. Crazy you, you to know, think about. Pitchers and catchers, you need time to stretch these pitchers out. It's not like you could just go play. Guys will be getting hurt. It will have a major effect on the season. I can make my prediction now that if they shorten things, which I expect that they will in terms of spring training, even by a week or so, you're going to see a little bit more injuries. You're going to see a lot of one-year contracts for pitchers because – there's no offseason. The offseason was cut short. I'm sure there's a lot of deals in principle in place, and the winter meetings set up a lot of things, but 
I'm very interested to see how this is going to play out. When Name they one do. free agent right now off the, off the top of your head. Freddie Freeman? Crazy, right? Freddie Freeman. Hey, guys, pitches and catches report. And he's got his bags packed, and he's like, where do, where do I, I go? go? Yeah. So <laughs> like, he doesn't have a home right now. Like, there's no home. And, <laughs> like, and the thing about this is that the, the players' union are clearly in a tough spot because while they have an obligation, they have an obligation to play the long game for the future players and maybe for the younger guys that will be there in the next time negotiations ramp up. Mm. Um, Major League Baseball is in a position where they're almost like the government, where they could understand that a 20-year plan, 30-year, even 50-year plan is kind of where they're, where they're okay with. They're okay playing the long game, and they kind of back the players into a, up against the wall last time, and they, they set them up. Now the players are like, well, we're not budging on that. And it has a lot to do with the collective bargaining, the luxury tax, and things like that. There was a lot of language back 16 years ago, I think, where the, the players got screwed over on that, thinking they were winning. And the owners you know, now are in a position where they're not going to buckle on that because when it comes down to, you know, like I said, they control the narrative with the media and they could play the long game. The players are under the gun right now because you're losing money, you're losing years off your career, you're losing a season. If you're in a prime right now or you're a free agent, mm -hmm. you want to go get paid, right? right. So you're, you're more likely to be like, well, I really don't care what happens 20 years down the line. Like I want to play baseball for my career. Mm -hmm. And that's the standstill that we're at. So what do you think? I think, personally, if I was to guess, and this is just a guess, I know that there's a lot of money on the table, so they're going to get this done mm. for that reason. Um, the owners typically don't really like to talk about being at fault for anything or willing to, <laughs> to have a stoppage, but in this case, they're actually outing themselves and saying, like, we will 100% move the season back. We'll, we'll cancel the season if we have to. Um, I know Scary that, that time, that's man. not going to happen because, as I said, there's a ton of money on the table here. Right. But I would say at the earliest right now, mid-May. Mid-May is when you'll see baseball actually start. You're going to lose the month of because April? 100%. You really think so? If they started right now, which they're not going to, you would have to have the rest of the offseason, then you would have to have an, a spring training situation go down where you could extend. Spring training is too long anyway to me. It's like 30 on, freaking games. Based on what? Shit. Something crazy. Do you realize that Cactus it, League, where, where in football they shit. might have preseason games and you could say that it's irrelevant and so people are on both sides of that. I yeah. think it's irrelevant. I think it's a money grab because season ticket holders have to pay for those things. In spring training baseball, it has nothing to do with the money. I'm sure that there is a little bit of revenue involved for these teams that are selling whatever they're selling tickets at. It's like they're playing at minor league ballparks and shit yeah. just to kind of... It's all in Florida. They're not at their home park. It's like they're playing in a league against guys that... You understand how spring training works. Yes. I'm not going to break that yes. down. I'm but aware. it's not for money. It's to get pitchers ready. It's to get these guys ready for the season. Baseball, you can't just say, go throw 100 pitches on, in, on April 6th. Be like, wait, no, I haven't thrown 100 pitches since uh, September yeah, of there's got to be a ramp-up period. But again, I think it's a little, I don't know, might be well, too long. No. Kyle yeah. coming in. Spring training is uber corny. Skip it. Spring training can be 72 hours long. <laughs> And look, for entertainment value, even, you there's not going to be times where I'm sitting there. That's, like, that's a far worse take than anything I've ever heard Kyle say. <laughs> Especially, it's, well, no, he has some decent takes, but his bad one today was, wasn't that bad. This one right here, that spring training could take 72 hours is just crazy. Oh, man. All right, well, it, it's going to be a long time. Uh, so the, uh, the, uh, the update comes from Gooch, and, of course, as we get closer to that, we'll have to dive more into that. But... There wouldn't be a, a episode with, with the Chop Sports Daily without a little controversy. Uh, this, this Today's controversy comes from our friends over at ESPN. ESPN dropped the top 100 MLB players of all time. Gooch saw it, threw up everywhere. We had to clean it up. It was gross. Tina got a mop. It was just disgusting. Um <laughs> Uh, and you haven't eaten yet today, so it was just clear and just yeah, disgusting. Stomach bile. So they came up with a list. I'm not, for the love of God, I'm not going through hundred to one. Not doing that. I'm not going to go through a hundred things here. And we don't. Even, you don't even have to name anything. You don't have to like read off the list because people could access it. So glad wanna, I. So glad I wrote this down. Read off your list, Dave. <laughs> no, I, I'm not read off the list. I just a couple things that jumped off the charts of me, but there was a couple that really rubbed you the wrong way, and I wanted to bring that up of why certain players are ranked higher than others. I find it almost impossible to I think believe. Ken Palman says already this list is embarrassing. He's yeah, it's probably very ready. bad. I, as, a, as a Yankee fan, I'll say this right out of the gate, that 
Derek Jeter being ranked 28th and Albert Pujols being ranked 30th is the most nauseating thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm a big Hence Derek Jeter fan. Hence the graphic of it. I'm a big Derek Jeter fan, if not the biggest. But Albert Pujols is arguably the best right-handed hitter since Hank Aaron. And you could make the case maybe that he was better than Hank, Hank Aaron. Just in his prime, yeah. You know, Albert Pujols, to me... Come on, bro. It's not like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was a good fielder, but it's not like Derek Jeter was uh, Ozzie Smith out there. He was a clutch player, has good counting stats, uh, a lot of wins, but Pools has championships based solely on him at that point. Um, he was just a, an impossible out in a big spot. Albert Pujols, for a stretch of baseball, was the best thing that I've ever watched play. You bring, uh, besides Barry Bonds. You're bringing up uh, Jeter was good in the field, right? And he was a good fielder. And, you know, almost – was he a career 300 hitter? I think he was. Yeah. 301 or something. Um, something you brought up just now of being a good fielder would be would, – would put you in the top rankings of all time, being a good fielder. Well, somebody overall. brought something up last week, and then I talked to my dad about it after that. And somebody brought up Ray Ordonez should be in the Hall of Fame. Right, and I'm just like, oh my god, no. god, listen, listen, hear me out. I was like, listen, I was like, the guy couldn't hit for shit, right? And he's like, yeah, but his fielding was incredible, Stop. right? What? I, you're not even letting me get through no, the I know. fucking. I'm, I'm, point. I'm, I'm speaking to whoever this person was through the podcast or through the show right now. Whoever Who the person said was that? Stop, Ray Ordonez. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I, somebody on here says oh. I won't watch another episode, uh, another game of baseball until Ray Ordonez is in the hall. Was of it fame. Scoop joking? Hopefully, I don't remember. But all I'm saying is. If a guy Kyle. like, huh? It was Kyle. It was Kyle. Oh, it was Kyle. Shit. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so Kyle said that. Tongue in cheek, joking, whatever. But David Ortiz just got into the Hall of Fame for being just a good hitter. Great hitter, even with his numbers, right? Could we ever see a, a just a great fielder? And not a good hitter. Well, the one that comes to mind is like Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy Smith. Smith is in there. The 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 one guy that I would say. You could make the case for for how great he was in the field as Omar Vizquel because when you look at his counting stats, he was a, definitely a compiler. He's I think approaches the three thousand hit mark, so he's almost at the threshold that would would seemingly at certain points in time guarantee you a spot in the Hall of Fame. But he played for forty years. Hawaii might coming in. Omar Vizquel says no. <laughs> yeah, so basically he's he's arguably a as great if not better fielder than Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith was a, definitely a better hitter and a better play overall, but. Yeah, or um, Omar Vizquel says no. Yeah, he's not in, and he's not going to get in. He actually got a decent amount of votes at certain points, but never enough, never enough. He's been kept on the ballot. I was just curious if there's ever going to be one of these guys that are unbelievable in the field where they hit like 220 lifetime or 240 lifetime, and they're like they're considered to be Hall of Famers because their golden gloves are just, they're stacked. To go yeah. through this now, though. Yeah, go ahead. Right? You got guys like... All right, Babe Ruth being number one, I don't know. Uh, I guess yeah. You, I guess because, you know, he's like the old Shohei Otani, but I just have a hard time saying, like, Babe Ruth. If, you know, that was a great lineup. I don't even well, think he was better like, than Luke like, Garrett. Like we just said, they, like Babe Ruth, was he known for his glove and pitching? No, he was known for crushing home he runs, a, so he he's kind of like David Ortiz. He was a good pitcher, but I would I personally don't even think Ruth was better than Lou Gehrig. I can't sit here and talk about it, though. Guess why? Because they played 100 years ago, literally. So I'm not going to really talk much about the guys that I wasn't privileged enough to watch play. Obviously, I have a little more understanding of Yankee <laughs> history, but I will talk about Mike Trout being ranked number 15 overall. This one on I this had list. a little bit of a... Weird feeling now, about. I'm a big Mike Trout guy, and he's great. As great as he is on the field, he's just as great off the field. Story after story about this guy doing the clean right dude. Thing. Very. Um, you can't have a bad word to say about Mike Trout. Probably one of the most liked players in history, right? But the fact is, Mike he's an Trout Eagles fan. I think that's fine. Yeah. The fact is that Mike Trout um, has never won a playoff game or a playoff series. I don't even know if he's ever made the postseason at this point in his the life. Angels. Yeah. They def didn't they win a World Series with him? How old do you think Mike Trout is? Was it Tim Salmon days? <laughs> Jim know? Edmonds? Jim Edmonds playing man in center field. I could have sworn he was in the, the playoffs. Same position as Mike Trout. He might have been in the postseason once, but I know that they haven't had any playoff success in his career. So he's wasting his life away in, in Anaheim or Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, and a large California, part of that could be due to the fact that they the gave Angels Albert Pujols a, a billion-dollar contract as he stares me in the face, pointing to Brad me? Lidge. That's, I think this is the Brad Lidge home run. No, that was he would be wearing his road uniforms. But my favorite Pujols moment, not to get off topic, is the Brad Lidge home run off the train tracks. Do you remember it? I don't. 
Uh, Stephen Hairston coming in says Bonds is the GOAT. And this list, Bonds came in at number eight, which is so funny to me no, because yes. ESPN's like, wow, Barry Bonds is the eighth greatest baseball player to ever live. But all the writers that wrote this article didn't put him in the Hall of Fame. Here's another thing, <laughs> like, too. So, so if you're going to be, if you're going to, Give a guy enough credit to put him in your top 10, then let's give him the credit he actually deserves because exactly. he's not top 10. He's way higher than that. <laughs> because if you could, you either leave him off the list altogether because of steroids, which is what they did with the Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. or if you're going to put him at eight, put him where he belongs. Pete Rose is not on the list. I don't know if he Pete Rose isn't on the list. Pete Rose, not that I saw, not on this list. Holy shit. Now, Ty Cobb is. He killed a guy. I understand that he killed several people and maybe even his wife. <laughs> But That's he batted joke, 366 he career, my yeah. man. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> um, yeah, Cy Young had 3,000 wins, but he started uh, Cy Young, I, I saw that games. before. He has 511 wins, and I was like, dude, did he pitch every day? Now like, I'm confused if you think that Chipper Jones should be higher than 78, because I think that's Is right he a Braves right. guy? He might be a Braves guy. He has to be a brave. Well, your boy, if you're a Braves guy, then you'll be happy to know that Greg Maddox came in at 14, and I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, so Barry Bonds has to be higher. I would say... Randy Johnson at 24, he was one of the most dominant pitchers I ever watched. Like, And he killed a bird. Remember that bird that he fucking exploded? Yeah, that's how a real is he going to get in the Hall of Fame if he killed a bird in public? Is Johnson in the Hall of Fame? Has to be, right? Yes. I don't remember. The, I don't remember the, the induction. Unit? I forget. Um, big unit? Pete Rose should be in the top five, according to Sam Grasso. He's the, the hit machine, bro. Like, um, he's the... Now like, I'm looking at this unbelievable. List. I see... I oh, see David Ortiz, I David Ortiz ranked higher than like Vladimir Guerrero. Stop. You can't Pete. with That's, that. You can't with that. You see a guy like Ichiro ranked higher than Vlad's too, which I think <laughs> Ichiro and Vlad's were very similar. <laughs> only Vlad's hit bombs. Oh, sources have coming in saying that Chipper Jones P is sitting down. So that, that could be, it is not confirmed or denied. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but there was another one. See, I didn't, I didn't buy at all. I think all. Reggie Jackson's too high on the list. Personally. Reggie, oh, don't tell Jimmy that. Jimmy will come I mean, they got throat. Reggie Jackson at 55. That dude struck out a lot. Tony Gwynn at 44 is also disgusting, according to Cousin Vinny. Like, All right, Nolan Ryan at 41. They 42. named a goddamn pitch after him. Nolan Ryan, I think it was a Ken Palman uh, meme that was posted the other day. Nolan Ryan had seven no-hitters, but he also had 23 starts where he took a no-hitter past the seventh. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's fucking insane. So, all right. So, I'm looking. At also, at the, at number 13, one of my favorite non-Yankees of all time is Ken Griffey Jr. I think this kid, if he didn't have the injury bug that he did, he could have been one of the greatest hitters of all time, one of the greatest fielders of all time. Willie Mays-esque. And they put Mays on this list know, as the number two player I have a hard, I have a hard time. time. I have a hard time with Rivera's rank, too. I feel like he should Mo? be lower. Yeah. Where's he at? He's 31. Below, below Pujols. I think, I mean, just for, oh, Pete Rose is on the list. He's at 34. So if you're going to put oh. Pete Rose on the list, then how is he 34? Like, are they being penalized just because they fucked up? But then you're still putting him on there, just not anywhere near. Right. So whoever came up with this list is sitting there, like, writing it down, like, Pete Greg Rose, Maddox Pete is, Rose. Greg, I Maddox gambled. Is, Greg Maddox is too high. A-Rod's too low. Clemente's probably too low. Stop Derek it. too Ke high. Kyle, see, the accusations like that make me disappointed in you because Ken Griffey Jr., if he did steroids, he would be recovering a lot quicker than what he was. He was missing full seasons with broken wrists and hamstrings and all this other shit. If he would have played upright the entire time, this kid would have smashed this home run record. One of the purest swings yeah, but I ever saw. Bro, I, I He did get hurt. And you're right about all that. And Kyle, you're wrong. I don't think Ken Griffey should be mentioned with steroids. Um, but when we're like, oh, if he didn't get hurt, there's a lot of guys that if they didn't get hurt would have been challenging a lot of records as well. Mike Piazza, number 81. Oh. Well, He's also a Hall of Famer. <laughs> so that's another I'm thing. surprised he made the list. He's a bitch. <laughs> Why? Because he doesn't want to hit with a bat? No, because he's a bitch. Look at him. <laughs> That's the Yankee coming out of you there. I always like Greg Maddox Piazza. is definitely too high. Ken Griffey's circle was way too big, and the video game took up the entire screen. <laughs> First of all, it was called Ken Griffey Baseball. Did you not think his circle was going to be the biggest one? Like, come on now. You didn't have to do anything. It could be a, a knuckle change, and you would still sit back and crack that shit. Oh, what a great game. What a great. Was that N64? I forget. Ricky I Henderson was N64. At, Ricky Henderson at 23. 
Where's Mantle? Man, uh, Mickey Mantle seven. is at seven, where he belongs uh, with his number, at least. That's kind of cool. Um, I don't know if that's any, you know, whatever. Yes, the prettiest swing in baseball. He knows. Stephen Harrison knows. Like, I just wish Griffey had his. Are you talking about Aaron Hicks? <laughs> I love Aaron Hicks' swing. Bro. Yeah, it's very, it's very similar, very reminiscent of the Griff, the strut and everything when he goes yard. But the problem is another one. He is literally Ken Griffey adjacent, but worse because that's another clown. That I can't cannot stay on the wait field. for baseball season now. Talking about Ken Griffey Jr. swing and then Aaron Hicks getting hurt, dude. I'm you ready. Know what's I'm ready. I know for a fact, and this is a, a known fact that I will not even like. I can't contest this at all. I, I love baseball, and I, now I sound like Michael K. I love baseball. I love my Yankees. I have to learn a lot more about the entire league, but Gooch is on another planet with baseball. You know how I know that? Because the pages that he watches and shares and things that he, like, literally gets off on are, like, the the the, the trajectory of a, of a knuckle curve or some Bro, shit or there's a nothing slider. Better, there's like, nothing, you see this There's nothing video? better like, than watching a split screen of you, Darvish, throwing his cutter or his two-seam, and then his slider, and seeing how they start like exactly that, the same until they're like four hours. feet before the bat, and then they they just go different directions. There's That is... It's a pure... It's pure, man. It's called, I love it's baseball, called baseball porn. Yeah, babe, it, is, it right? is baseball porn. You're telling me that you can't sit there and just watch some guy take BP and listen to the crack <laughs> of the bat? I fucking love it, right? Go follow Pitching Ninja. Go follow Coach Herber. These are great. Also, I have a lot of these for football, too. Like the wide receiver, receiver school, school DB, there's something about DBs locking people down. DB Harrison plant. say, I can't front. I love Hicks to swing too. Yeah, when he's on the field, that'd be great. <laughs> and then he swings, right? You're like, wow, what a beautiful swing. And then the update in the next inning, like, he's left with a tight oblique. I can't <laughs> so wait for baseball. Always season. hurt. Uh, this 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 was a important episode for me because now the juice is flowing. Yeah, got the juice is flowing. In we case just you, need baseball you guys back. saw in the in the group chat the other oh, day, I God. sent out the the, the ESPN. Updated their fantasy baseball sites. The draft is now set. Um, so yeah, anybody that's a fantasy baseball guy, get out there and start doing your early homework. Oh, you Mike, got, like, you're gonna you might get ripped for that one. Uh, did Jeff Bagwell make the list? He's a top five first baseman in my in my opinion. Well, he's not, and he's not on the list. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Not. I don't know if he's a top five first baseman. I mean, that's. I don't know that Jeff Bagwell would be a top five first baseman if he was playing now. Right. <laughs> right. I love Bagwell. I love his stance. He had that no, little I'm stance. Not, I'm not bashing Jeff Bagwell. I but love he was Bagwell. All, he was probably also juiced to the gills. I mean, him, Biggio, they're all yeah. that. That Houston. You're surprised. I'm surprised that that Astros team didn't win more before they cheated. You know, way back in the day when they had Bagwell and Biggio and those guys over oh, there. Vinny, don't you start with this 32 man. Chops. Oh, Jesus baseball. Christ. No, it's I will kill you, sir. Exclusive league uh, that Gooch came up with. But I guess you can kind of run could, as many well, as you Maybe want. I'll do something. I'll do something. But the thing is, baseball is such a commitment that it's it is, hard man. for it's me. That's why I don't do it. I've been in multiple baseball leagues in seasons, and I could go up to two maybe right now, but I'm not doing any more than that. And this one, it takes a lot of your time, the one that I'm doing. So Is the draft at the studio, Sam wants to know. Are you Sam in it? Yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. And we, has, can, yes. Yes. we will be doing the draft at the studio yeah. for those that are not living in Alaska, Toast. Uh. So Toast won't be here. Oh, you remember the last time we had Toast call in for a draft? He was very happy to be there. <laughs> He's like, oh, Dak's gone? Oh, I, no. I don't want to be in this thing if anymore. You're not, if you're not sure about, <laughs> Toast is, is my main competition. In toast is I'm fully aware like of that. Rain Man. Yeah. Like, He's got stats on stats on stats, bro. Like, and, he, and he's got to get his underwear at Kmart. And if he doesn't, what? You, you don't know Rain Man? Come on, bro. You can't make a movie oh, reference. Kmart. With Rain, yeah, with shit. Rain my dad says that all the time. I'm such it. an asshole. Damn. I oh, fuck, forgot about that one. But yes, baseball's here. That list is a little bit of a atrocious uh, production, like Pedro being 11. F Pedro. Um, but other than that, I think I, I do agree. Like Greg Maddox was there at seven, uh, 14. Yeah, another one. Roger Clemens, 17. Like, okay, but he's not a fall of yeah, Pedro at 11 is a little high, even though I think in Pedro, when Pedro was at his best, he's the best right-handed pitcher I ever saw. That one season was so dominant. Oh, Vinny, Daily Fantasy Baseball Podcast Show. Oh, man, now you're just now you're just going down this rabbit hole of, of things that are possible that we can do here. We could definitely do something like that. Uh, daily, though, that's, that's, that's a big commitment. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> oh, this is... <laughs> What? This is true about Toast. I can verify this. Actually, Toast is super weird about his clothes. That's spot on. He only wears super expensive socks that have R&L on them for right and left feet. I have seen the socks. You've look, seen them? Oh, yeah. When What's you're going seeing on? Our house. What is happening here? <laughs> he is so, Rain Man. It, okay. Well, there you, there you have it. Um, Scoop says, we're all getting together for the Olympics opening ceremony tomorrow on NBC. I think I did get a text from you, Scoop, while we're doing the show. 
Oh, the oh, Olympics. oh, there's curling on right now. Or it's, something to that he's effect. Been updating us on the curling scores in the chat. <laughs> you know what's funny? I when I worked with Sean, there was a guy. He's actually, you know, he supports Chop Sports. I don't know if he ever watches the show live. Uh, Jason, I think he like was in like a, a local curling league. Like they're out there. Like yes, it's an Olympic sport, but yes, there's like rec leagues. Like we're all sitting here playing softball in the spring while this guy's like with the with the curling thing. That's some intense shit. Let me tell you that right now. Ah, uh, scoop third time mentioning the Olympics. Uh, nobody responded. That's code for none of us care. <laughs> There's only a few Olympic sports that I give a shit about. Oops. Sorry, I started taking control because uh, you were off to uh, off to the side there. Once they start letting the best athletes in the world actually compete in the Olympics in their respective sports, then we could talk about the, the U.S. men's hockey team didn't even go. But the Olympics is a bunch of exercises grouped together with people judging them. <laughs> and who exercises the best. And then there's a few sports scattered, scattered in. <laughs> See, I got that. Uh, Scoop came in and said, you should care about swimming. <laughs> to Kyle, because he Kyle. was, in fact, the Monmouth County's bottlenose no, dolphin. I think it was, uh, yeah, the Asbury Park <laughs> Press <laughs> named him the bottlenose dolphin. Kyle, you need to put the synchronized because he, swimming video because, back because up. He, <laughs> because he resembles a porpoise. And the noises he makes when he enters the water. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Ken Palman said there's a local club. So maybe that's maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. My boy, JV. Jason V. I won't throw his whole name out there in case he doesn't want it. Uh, I'm really excited to see which foreign country can ass slide down an icy <laughs> Oh, dude, the Jamaican bobsled team's in it this year. Feel the rhythm. Feel cool the rock. Come on, man. Like, yeah. that's, that's great. You know? It- I'm not going to watch it, but... <laughs> Cool Runnings was like, a great movie. Dude, I thought we were having Steve the Website guy call, called live from Beijing. From or Beijing. Where are the Olympics? Tokyo? Where? I have no idea. What you don't even know where the Olympics are? It's Shame on you. every four years. What do you mean? It's just China. It's just China. But what does that mean? Like, it's just, uh, Anthony's I'm pretty sure the Chinese government and the Major League Baseball owners are in lockstep right now <laughs> on what they're doing. They're getting, the, the Major League Baseball is getting their, Take uh, pools, though. their bargaining tactics from the Chinese Ooh, communist seriously. government. Oh, no. There's always a chance of someone Sonny Boeing himself. You're a terrible scoop. Yeah. Holy shit, bro. We've let these guys go at it too long. Yeah, it's, let, it's, me, it's, let, me, know, let me know when wrestling is on, and then that's all I really care about in the Winter Olympics. You yeah. don't have football. Yeah. So. Next. Yeah. Well, anyway, no, that's it. Wait, Scoop. That was the longest silence you've ever had. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to look at the comments. It's Scoop, change your podcast from cross court cast to icy ass. <laughs> talking about the Olympics. Scoop, you're coming in tonight. I'm assuming. Uh, be sure to bring up the, um, the Olympics, by Scoop's the way. Scoop's taking notes. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I love it. All right, fellas and fellies, all you people out there listening. Look, look. Like the video. Subscribe to this network, please. Or this, Phillies, th- uh female for fellas? Yes. Phillies. I could have said felines. That's, that's a girl. That's a girl cat. Fellas and fellies. Is that a girl cat or just a cat? Just a cat. Feline. <laughs> just, I got to stop. I gotta, first fillies? of all, I have to eat. I have to eat before I do this show because I get delirious and it's just like I'm, my blood sugar is low and I'm not even a diabetic. <laughs> so I really... Ugh, goes off on a tangent. Anyway. It's lunchtime. It is lunchtime. Let's order some up. Uh, for everybody out there right now, please like the video. Subscribe to this channel. Please spread the word, okay? It's going to be a way for you guys to also enter the free Super Bowl box pool. Spread the word. Share this video out. Tell them this to follow, and then they follow, and then they tag other people. We'll get into the rules as we go on. But look for the Chop Sports $50 box pool Super Bowl uh, dropping in the Facebook group. We'll pin it to the top. Claim your numbers there. Don't claim them here. I don't remember what Ken said. I do know my one, my, my brother's number. That's the only one I know. So, Scoop, you lost that battle, I think, pal. Um, and, uh, yeah, so for Sturch and Gooch and, of course, Dina, Anthony in the house, we appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Are we even doing a Lean Friday? Uh, We're going to talk to Kyle after this Talk to episode. Kyle after we'll this, see if we get out. Kyle's ass back in studio or at least to zoom in or whatever the case we'll figure it out we'll see you guys tomorrow thank you for watching a couple of notes not necessarily about anything sports but for chop sports be on the lookout for the first ever chop sports bq that we are going to have next to a tennis court so i could beat the shit out of you three (laughs) while getting drunk and enjoying good food we will also try to set up some kickball some basketball maybe a three-point shootout and we're going to make it fun maybe we'll try and rent out a park 
like we attempted to do yeah, last year. Dude, but okay. See, look for you know these what, things. Though? None of this was discussed. Planning ahead. This is, mid, on, this on is like midwinter. Let's plan for the spring and get this done right. So, guys, I'm trying to gauge some interest. If there's interest in there, which I know there's going to be, let's set this all up. And then also Mammoth Park, once the ponies start going, mm. we're going to set something up as where I rent out one of those little picnic areas. So mm-hmm. um, we'll get back to you on the details with all that. Oh, Kyle throwing in a soon. free pick, a freebie here. Hawks plus four and a half. If Trey Young sits, they'll cover. So I guess you're going to have to wait. Ooh, wiffle ball tournament. Love that idea, Vinny. That's going to be fun, too. There's going to be a whole lot of cool stuff. And you know what? To be exclusive guests of this, you got to go join the Patreon right now. That's the VIP access we were talking about. Obviously, we have our members here, and they're going to you know, they're gonna be there. You but get a free hot dog to keep dang. in your pocket throughout the entire day. Glizzy's for everyone. Get a pocket glizzy as your 5% or your, you know, your, your extra bonus for being. Um, there it is. What is it? A dynasty member? God damn it. (laughs) Fuck. Kill me, Smalls. All right. With that, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. The fucking bottlenose dolphin is going to drown on the tennis court.